Welcome, O listener, to another episode of Bite-Sized Virtue. This is episode one of season 15 of the podcast. Because, apparently, I have just been that lax in actually posting Bite-Sized Virtue episodes. I went back and looked, and not only did I miss the Lent and Easter season in 2022, but also the Advent and Christmas seasons, uh, 2021 and 2022, completely did not post any episodes for either of those periods in time, which means that they are now the lost 13th and 14th seasons of Bite-Sized Virtue. And we are back now with season 15, covering Advent and Christmas of 2022 and the leap into 2023. This time around, we're going to be discussing the virtue of spirituality. And if you're new to bite-sized virtue, I'll just quickly explain that what the whole point of these series of podcast episodes is, is basically they're they're kind of an adjunct to regular spam, spam, spam humbug, which of course I'm in the process of restarting after too long a hiatus. But the point of the bite-sized virtue episodes is that they are opportunities to explore the eight virtues of Ultima in light of real-world philosophical systems, in light of their real-world equivalents. And so, like I say, this time around we're going to be looking at the virtue of spirituality, which in Ultima lore is defined as the concern with one's inner being and how one deals with truth, love, and courage. And if you're not familiar with the eight virtues of Ultima, well, welcome to the Ultima fandom, first of all. And secondly, truth, love, and courage are the three principles that underlie all of the eight virtues. And you can go to wiki.ultimacodex.com if you want to read up about the eight virtues and see all the different ways that truth and love and courage interconnect to create them. Now, that's an all right definition for spirituality. It's certainly the one that I think most of the Ultimas have used. But if pressed, I really have to give credit to Ultima 9 for taking that idea and expanding upon it in what I think is a very keen and insightful way. In Ultima 9's lore books, Spirituality is defined as the urge towards steady improvement of the soul. The spiritual are never sated in their hunger for truth, love, and courage. From whatever place the principles are viewed, spiritual energy writes them into proper balance. What I really, really like about that is that I think it kind of gets to the core of what any kind of spiritual pursuit should be, whether that's religious devotion or meditation or yoga, like anything, any kind of spiritual pursuit, anything that, you know, is designed to orient you towards the wellness of your inner being and also that which is extrinsic to yourself and how to be in right relationship with all of that. It's never a one and done kind of proposition. It's something that is, you know, constant and ongoing. It is a constant source of refinement and improvement and discovery and learning. And ultimate nine, I think really nails that in how they explain what spirituality is. And actually, I was struck reading this particular take on the virtue of spirituality. I was reminded of Scouts Canada's spirituality badge, which I've actually had the opportunity to help a few youth earn over the years. And maybe it's kind of, if you're not familiar with the Scouts Canada program, and that's my other podcast, by the way, I talk about scouting a lot on the Scouting Stuff podcast, naturally. So I'm kind of crossing the streams here again. Bear with me. In Scouts Canada, part of our 
key program elements. We have several different categories of program elements, but one of them is called the SPICES, which is an acronym for six dimensions of personal development that we really want to try and foster in our youth. SPICES stands for social, physical, intellectual, character, emotional, and spiritual. So it's that last element, spiritual. We still want there to be a spiritual element to the scouting experience. And the way this is explained just very briefly in our program documents is in the midst of scouting adventures, youth members have experiences in which they recognize that they are part of a larger spiritual reality and learn to respect the spiritual choices of others. And there's a note here that, you know, this larger spiritual reality could include, but is not limited to relationship with God or Allah, Yehovah, Heavenly Father, Supreme Being, Eightfold Path of Buddhism, Higher Power, a connection with nature and the earth, or a connection with the global community. Like I said before, I used that term before, extrinsic, right? That that whole notion that, you know, a spiritual pursuit, yes, it's about your inner being, and yes, it's about um, improving yourself as a person, but it is definitely also about being in right relationship with the reality that exists outside of you. And I really like how Scouts Canada approaches the issue of spiritual development because they do so in a way that, you know, is not really, it's open to youth who follow any of the wide range of religions that exist in the world. It's also open to youth who don't follow any particular religion. And so one of the badges, actually one of the only badges that adults can earn Um, adult volunteers in the scouting program can earn, as well as, of course, there are youth components to each badge. One of the only badges that you can earn as an adult volunteer is called the Religion and Life Award, or its secular equivalent, the Spirituality Award. And the Religion and Life Award has, while the requirements vary depending on exactly which religion you subscribe to, so, you know, my own Catholicism would have a different set, would impose a different set of requirements on me to earn the badge than would someone who is Muslim or Jewish or Lutheran or Buddhist or what have you. And then on the other side of the spectrum, for people who don't follow any particular religion at all, there is what's called the Spirituality Award. And so for this first episode, looking at spirituality, I wanted to take a look at a real world example of how Scouts Canada puts forward a secular approach to exploring the spiritual side of life. And I'm hoping that as we go, you'll kind of see how it, at least to my mind, it connects back to some of the ideals about spirituality that Ultima puts forth as well. Because the Spirituality Award in Scouts Canada ultimately breaks into four categories, self-discovery, interfaith or cultural discovery, experience and sensitivity to the wonders of the world, nature, life and death, and also an area of service. So the self-discovery component, again, the, the exact challenges vary depending on what level of the program we're talking at. For Cub Scouts, I'm really only, you know, for Cub Scouts, usually I'm going to be asking them to uh, create some kind of symbol or story or song, um, something of their own that has meaning to them. And then, of course, the challenge to them is to explain to the Cub Pack what the symbol is, what the song or story is, and why it's important to them, what the different elements of it are that resonate with them and in their life. For scouts, a little bit older youth, the challenge to them is to create a personal journal over a span of time that actually includes one of each of these things, with one little caveat, whereas the cubs have to create their own, the scouts can instead choose symbols and stories and songs that they have found that have resonated with them over time. The obligation to tell the scout troop why they are important uh, is still there, of course. For Venturer Scouts, the personal journal concept returns again. Venturer Scouts are, in Scouts Canada terms, they're they're older. They would be like, you know, your older, higher rank scouts in a U.S. context. They're like 14 to 17 year olds. 
they also have to make a personal journal, but they have to find more symbols and stories, songs, now quotes as well, um, including a couple of quotations from Lord Baden Powell, the founder of scouting. And then again, they have to, and they can also, you know, write their own if they want to. Uh, again, symbols, stories, songs, they can create their own or others that, they, you know, stuff they've found over the years that's resonated with them. They just have to have more of it. And then Rover Scouts, which is like basically adults that are still doing the quote youth unquote program side of Scouts Canada. It's kind of funny how we do it. Um, same idea for them. Just, you know, more of that content because we really want to get them to focus on, you know, finding all of these different things out there in the world that they identify with and that resonate with them. Now, I had initially thought that I'd maybe go through the rest of the badge requirements in a single episode, but I think what I'm actually going to do is pause here and we'll basically use the badge requirements, the four sections of it, as sort of a guiding framework for the next few weeks of discussion about spirituality, because really each of the different categories offers some keen insight into different aspects of exploring spirituality. The whole concept of self-discovery, which of course is, you know, reflected also in how Ultima presents the concept of spirituality, the concern with one's inner being, the urge towards the steady improvement of the soul. Self-discovery is obviously a huge part of that, and not even just within a secular framework, you know, for that matter. This is something that religious believers are likewise encouraged to do, and by using a lot of the same means. You know, if you think about like how this badge, the spirituality badge, frames the concept of self-discovery, what is it doing? It's asking you to both create or and or identify other things that other people have created that resonate with you, that speak to you at a deep and fundamental level that, you know, kind of become part of the definition of your being, whether that's a song or a poem or a story or a symbol, things that, you know, resonate with you and that help you articulate things about yourself in ways that you don't necessarily have the ability to articulate as well as is done in the sort the story or the song or whatever it happens to be and it's all right that you know we all kind of need that none of us is a complete polymath at everything in life such that you know we can literally completely and entirely invent our entire explanation of ourself as a person, um, out of whole cloth. I mean, maybe, maybe there are a few people who can do that, but most of us do need to rely on these sorts of, of touchstones. And there's another reason for that too, is, you know, because these things, stories, symbols, songs, all of these things can be vehicles for, well, especially truth and beauty and love and all of those other things that are core to our spiritual development, core to our mental and emotional development, core to our identities. They can speak those things to us in very concise and very poignant ways. And so it's really, really helpful to be able to latch on to certain of these things, not in an obsessive, you know, overly clingy sort of way, but in a way of, you know, just being able to point to it and say, you know, like that, I understand that I identify with that. We do that in a religious context too, all the time. Just this morning, you know, I started my day with what is called Lectio Divina. All it is, is basically a few minutes of reading scripture, just a single passage, read it a few times, and really just 
mull the words over in your mind in a sort of prayerful spirit, looking for passages that stand out to you, trying to understand really, truly, like, what is hopping off the page at me in this moment? What's being said to me in this moment? That is a huge part of the spiritual journey for every person. Finding those things, those focuses, those snippets and hints of truth and love and beauty and all the rest and holding on to them and keeping them close by. So you can go back to them and you can refer to them and you can remind yourself of them when you're hitting a bit of a, a struggle, which goes back to that, you know, sentiment expressed in Ultima 9, that steady improvement of the soul. Because these are things that you are going to revisit. These are things that you are going to keep looking back at and taking new inspiration from, or at least they should be, right? These should be things, the things that are really, really, truly worth holding on to as part of your growth in your spiritual development are those things you can keep looking back to and appreciating in new ways and learning something new from every time you go back to them so that you can use them to tune yourself a little bit and change something a little bit about yourself. It doesn't have to be a drastic change. It doesn't have to be an amazing like, oh my gosh, you're a totally different person now change, but just a little bit of a tuning, a tweaking, a little bit of an adjustment, an improvement to make yourself a little bit of a better person than you were a few minutes ago. We're going to pause there. We will pick this up next week by looking at the next part of the badge requirements, Interfaith and Cultural Discovery. Thank you for listening. It's good to be doing these bite-sized virtue episodes again. And until next time, be virtuous. Virtuous.